Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. We've all been waiting for this moment. It's May, and we are here to talk about Love Island UK Season 3. Today, we are talking about Episodes 1, 2, and 3. So, if you haven't started yet, this won't be too spoiler-heavy, and you can still catch up. We're really excited to get into it. And Callie, how are you feeling? When I first started watching it, the first 30 minutes were rough, because I already knew who everyone was coupling up with, and I was just like... Oh, was this a good idea? This is going to be really hard to watch this many hours of this show again. But then after everyone got recoupled and by probably like 15, 10 to 15 minutes into episode two, I was so excited. I'm so excited to be rewatching this. There are so many great Love Island characters in this season. We picked a really good season to, to rewatch. Thanks to the listeners for helping to guide us to this place. I, I'm really happy to, to be doing it. I have to say... I also was like, am I ready to be watching 60 episodes of Love Island again? (laughs) But yes, I am. In fact, this morning I woke up and I watched some Love Island and I was like, yep, this is how I like to start my day. So (laughs) it felt so good. (laughs) I I also like knowing what happens and stuff makes it more exciting watching with someone who hasn't watched it because I keep thinking like, oh, I can't wait for this part. Like I'm excited to be like halfway through this and be like, yeah, isn't this so good? So... I'm not going to Google anything. I know from a couple friends, including my friend Helen, that like people really love Kem and I should keep an eye on Kem. But other than that, I don't know much. Kem is top three Love Islanders 
for me of all time. So he's pretty special. He's an Essex lad. He's a hairdresser. (laughs) He smokes. And boy, does he smoke a lot. They did a challenge where the women were like doing like a blind feeling up of the men's bodies. And he was like, I'm having a real little dick day. And it was so (laughs) funny. He just, he also like at the very beginning, he was talking about the type of women he likes. And he was like, I want a buff ting, you know, like a buff ting. I I have no idea what that is. Like a fit woman, like someone who works out. I think buff is the same as like just really pretty. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. But his lingo is all time. Like buff, his favorite thing. In it, in it, in it. it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He just, oh my God, I'm just so excited for you to fall in love with Kim the way that I did. I followed him on social media. I never follow people on social media. And after I watched season three, I I followed him. Do you still follow him? This was set, this was six years ago. I don't think so. I don't think so. One thing that you were mentioning to me that like didn't really register as we were anticipating this season is the fact that they could, this is the last season they were allowed to smoke on the show. And yeah, seeing them smoke is like for some reason just absolutely hilarious to me. I don't really know why, but like I think that also I don't really have like smokers in my life, but I, I know they exist. So I, the ones who smoke the most so far are Marcel and Kem. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, are they like, what do they smell like for everyone else? I don't know. It's just so interesting. <laughs> Marcel, Kem, I think Chloe and Olivia too are always in that like little smokers group. Mm. I also don't have any smokers in my life. I cannot stand the smell of cigarettes. I can't. Yeah. I associate the taste with a boy that I made out with when I was 17. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that, which by the way, Kem one of the biggest smokers, he's the one that went out of his way to tell us how much he loves tongue. I know. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he is so funny. So, Kem, Kem, I mean, there's just like so much here. So, another crucial thing we must discuss is some of these characters knowing each other. So, Kem is from Essex. Mm. He's an Essex lad. And we've also got Chloe, an Essex lass. And Chloe <laughs> slept with Kem's friend before the show and they recognized each other. This felt unprecedented to me. How do you cast for that? I mean, I think it's really crazy that more this happened more than once in the first two days of the show, especially since they're not just casting UK. Like, it's Europe. It's not really Europe. It's like... I mean, okay. It's, it's like, like... It's like UK, the British Isles of Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. 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 So, But that's even a lot so. of fucking people. <laughs> Fewer than anything, but yes, sure, sure, fine. <laughs> I, and I guess the thing that I that I think of is that, like, I guess only a certain type of person would go on the show, so right. maybe that narrows it down. I think also the thing about Essex is I don't know a lot about Essex in general, but I do know like all these stereotypes about it, and it's because of reality TV. It's because of Geordie Shore and The Only Way Is Essex and now Love Island. And so I feel like it's also a very niche type of Essex person who goes on the show, except for Ron, who was not that kind of Essex lad. Ron from very season posh. Nine. Very posh. But yeah, I feel like Kem is like, he, he's like the guy on, on White Lotus who was the Essex lad, you know, just like <laughs> looking to have fun, smoking, but but like really lovable as well. He's insanely lovable and just gets... I think his, like, petite frame makes him even more lovable. And him he talking about it. talks about it so much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says he's 5'7", which Chloe was like, I think we got to get the tape measure. So I'm like, he's probably 5'6". Five, 5'6 six. <laughs> five, six and a half, maybe, yeah. So we were both quite taller than him, you and I. <laughs> yeah, but 
would I say for like, would you say five, six is extremely short for a guy? I wouldn't say extremely, but I would put like an adverb in there, like very short. Okay. Okay. What do you think? He, I mean, it's pretty short, but I don't know. The way he acts about it, you would think he's shorter. That's what I mean. Interesting. I would, I think that he brings like a lot of personality, but not like, not like a Napoleonic complex. Like, he, no, no, no. He no, just no. sort of like owns it, but he doesn't have an inferiority complex about it. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. Think about how tiny Amber must be because he like towers over her. Oh my God. She's five feet max. Yeah. Like she is so, so small. Amber has really grown on me. Who does she couple? Oh, her and Harley initially couple up. Mm-hmm. Harley Yeah, sucks. wait. So I was going to say, who are your top three islanders? My top three island... I can't do a British accent. I was going to try try to meet you on that <laughs> level. I can't do it. I don't know how good mine are, but I like to do it. I think number one for me right now is Montana. She is so fucking wacky. She's like... <laughs> She, it took her like two hours to basically act like she was engaged to Dom. Married. Yeah. Yeah. Like married to Dom. If you, if you didn't know anything about the show and you were not given any information about length of time, even, even though they talk about it quite a bit in these first few episodes, you would think that they were like dating for like three years and that like some other woman was like, was like catching his eye or something. It's, she's completely wacky. And then she also (laughs) moves on really quickly. I, I I like love it. She's bringing so much great energy. I appreciate it. I feel like she's like, all right, that didn't work. Yeah. Next. <laughs> and when they announced I will say that something that is interesting re-watching this after watching, obviously, like, the newer seasons, like, she's very open about, like, I'm just trying to stay in here. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. Yeah. I know. They're just like, oh, I'm looking for love. <laughs> <She's> looking- <laughs> yeah, they can't. Like, she's not, like, if, they, if she did that now, they'd be like, oh, she's a game player. But like there, she's like, let's just be honest. None of us have matches. I got to figure this out. Also, would you take this as a diss to Marcel? She goes, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put it out there. I I would pick you if we were to recouple. And she's like, when I first got in here, I was going for Dom because I was strictly going for looks, but that's not really what it's about, is it? And I'm like, (laughs) if I was Marcel, I'd be like, the fuck do you mean by that? Yeah, and Marcel I mean, was just like, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> I would be pissed if someone said that to me. She's really so direct. Also, when the new bombshells are coming in, the two new guys, she's like salivating. She is so, <laughs> so excited. She like, it, it's like she's never been exposed to a man before and she's like, it, it can't wait for it or something. So when they're like, before the bombshells come in and they're all just standing there, she's like, everybody just be yourself. Just be yourself. Like she's like, <laughs> I feel like it's like the start of a game. Like tip off is about to happen and she's warming up. I feel like she's definitely a personification of pretty person privilege because if she weren't so pretty, I think she'd be a a lot more annoying and like a lot more. I think that I would like, I myself, not just the men, would like bring a bias to it where I'd be like, oh, she's annoying. But I find her so funny. That, that's actually a really good point. I completely agree with you that we're just like, oh my God, isn't it so cute and funny? But if she were not attractive, we'd be like, she needs to be off the island. Yeah, we'd be like, why is she so obsessed with him? And she's like, so she's a stage four clinger. Like, you know, but because because of how she looks, it's just like a, a funny bit. Yeah. That's wow. interesting. I've never thought about that, but you're correct. Deep, deep thoughts here on our Love Island podcast. So because she's pretty, she's in your top three. Because she's pretty, I find her craziness <laughs> really entertaining. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but also, she kind of carries the show in episodes one and two, which brings me to my second favorite Islander, Jess. I love Jessica, who's on the other side of this coin with, Mon- with Montana. She's like the total opposite. She's like playing it so cool. She is mm-hmm. not phased by Montana at all. She's like still picks Dom, even though Montana yeah. like don't want, doesn't want her to. And in case you missed this, I don't know how you might have, but Jessica was dating someone for whom Montana was the side piece. So they have men in common. Jess really gives absolutely no fucks about zero fucks the given. connection between Dom and Montana. None. But like, does Dom care about it? He's like so aggressive no. in making out with Montana, but then when he's on the date with Jess, he seems very happy. Well, I think when you had only watched one and two, you were like, oh, I hope Montana, da, da, da. And then like five minutes into episode three, he's like, it's a wrap. Jess. <laughs> him and Jess do have really good chemistry I I get it I also do appreciate him just like letting her know like he didn't drag it out at all he's like so yeah I think I'm just gonna get to know Jess things are moving so fast like just so fast I'm trying to like I just I feel like they're moving like definitely much faster right yes the beginning of season nine was a slow burn we are subjected to like Kai and Anna Mae talking about podcasts on a lounger for a while. It was pretty rough. (laughs) Like, like I said, like 40 minutes into this, you're like in it. You're in it. By episode three, you know everyone's names. You see connections forming. People have made up, breaked up, fought, like argument, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because Jess comes in immediately. Like, they do the initial 10, and then there's an 11th Islander, and it's Jess. And so right away, there's like a competition. And I think that makes it way more lively to begin with and just like a lot more fun. I also, we've talked about this on a bunch of pods, like on different shows, like the amount of alcohol. Mm. Well, I think it seems free flowing in this season. They're drinking a lot. Yeah. Also, I want to ask the the difference in, or why, maybe you know this, I don't. Why did they put a kibosh on the cigarette smoking? Like you can't smoke now. Maybe because it looks bad or maybe it was like, I will say Does it's like it? It not that appealing. Me. Does it bother you? Um, I mean, no. I think about making out with someone after they smoke and I'm like, ugh. And there's a lot of making out on the show, as we know. But like, it doesn't make me dislike the show. Any no, less. me neither. But I, I wouldn't say I think of it as like, I don't know. I think drinking, there's like less of a stigma with it. I think since like the the negative the negative negative effects of smoking are so well known that it's just sort of like pretty like hard to watch in some ways. But I don't know. They probably just got rid of it because also, like, I wonder if there was editing problems with it. it. It's sort of like an indication of, like, where you're at. Like, what if they, like, it's almost like how they can't cover up, like, the cigarette burning down. I don't know, but I like it now rewatching this. I'm it's, like, it's I, very I, raw. I, I want to know the real you. Me too. I, like, from season nine, I feel like Olivia must smoke. Oh, yeah. She's definitely a smoker. I feel like Sammy's probably a smoker. I could see Sammy. None of the guys really come off like this. Maybe Tom? No, he's an athlete. Okay. Do athletes smoke cigarettes? They shouldn't. No, 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 no. I mean, not, right? I'm sure some do, but no. I, I mean, David Beckham strikes me as a smoker, but I don't know, really know why I think that. But I feel like it kind of just like adds to their character. Like, you know a little bit more about them by seeing who smokes, who doesn't smoke. Yeah, and also like the ways in which they smoke. I do feel like the way people like hold their cigarettes is very telling. And I think that like 
I don't know, like these earlier seasons, like I feel like you really get to know these people. Definitely. And now it's like a way more polished. Everyone's way more polished. They're very unguarded, like really quickly. They're really excited to be there. And they're just like really honest. Maybe Montana is setting the tone, but the person who I watched a little ahead of you, so I'm this this comes out more, I think, in episode four, but maybe in three. The person who's like so confusing is Camilla. So I, when you first started watching, I didn't want to tell you, but she's another one of my like more favorite Islanders. Well, she's like, and a we legit didn't know anything about person. her. No, I know, but isn't that so great? Like, I love yes. that it's episode three when she really goes three. into like talking yes. about her job, and I feel like Amber was literally, literally like, "What the fuck is she doing on this show?" <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like she's like, "I am unserious." How are we on the same show? I know. It also made me like Amber because she like got it. She like understood. Oh, totally. Totally. She was like, she's serious, has a real job. Meanwhile, Montana's main concern was like, how does she have a relationship? I'm like, that would be your number one worry, Montana. Montana. So Camilla's job, I don't remember the name of it. It's like a four word name. But her occupation is she goes to countries where there was a conflict, a war, and she safely detonates explosives that are left behind. So like IEDs and landmines. Yeah. And she does like this humanitarian work and she's like traveled all over the world. She said she's been to like, for some reason, the one that stuck out to me was Mozambique, I think because I really want to go there. I heard they have nice beaches. But like she, she's been all over doing this work. And she also like when she explained why she wanted to go on the show, it was also so real for like a woman in their 20s who's like invested a lot in her, their career. She was like career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was just like, I couldn't relate to my friends and like the struggles they were having. And I was having a hard time dating. And it's just like that's like a literally legit reason to go on a dating show because it is like a dating app come to life kind of. It was sort of amazing. Yeah. I, I loved it. Also, I liked how she the girls were kind of like asking her about like, are you offended about wearing swimsuits or like, or when we wear swimsuits? And she was like, no, I'm not offended at all. But like, I just posted in Afghanistan where like, I had to be so careful and cover up every part of my body every single day. And it's still just like a habit for me that I can't get out of. Yeah, it was so interesting. It was so interesting. Yeah, like she's just so much more complex than any other Islander I know. ever. I know. It's kind of, it's, it's like honestly just wild. Also, she explains the clothing thing because she does dress like pretty normally and like much more modest. Like also the, the guys commented on it. Like all the girls are like working out in bikinis. And I was actually thinking to myself, like if you have big boobs, working out in a bikini is so uncomfortable and like just dumb. And My they were like, look at her. She doesn't care. She respects herself. She's wearing a shirt. I know. <laughs> and I loved, I loved, Dom was like, the amount of respect that she has for herself is just like so attractive. Like that is wifey material. And Kem yeah. was like, doll, that's wifey material. But we're, we're all fucking stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, like, I love how Kem was like, yeah, obviously that's wifey material. But uh, yeah, no, not what I want right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're so honest. I do really like these guys. Like they're they're clearly bonding very quickly. <laughs> just it just it just gets better. Wait, who's your third most favorite? It's either Camilla or Cam. But I like a lot of these people. I I was having a hard yeah. time telling Chloe part Chloe and, and Olivia and Olivia apart, but now I think I got it. Olivia is the one who is who's hooking up with Sam. 
Mm-hmm. Sam, I can tell you, is my least favorite. I'd like find him so irritating <laughs> and like not funny and just like quite dumb. I think Harley was my least favorite. But then after watching episode three, where he like gathers everyone around, he's like, listen, I'm fine with you guys, but like come to me. I'm totally fine with that conversation. I just thought that was really sweet. So yeah. it's a mature Sam might thing be to my do. least favorite. I feel like yeah. this, this cast from the jump feels very invested in, in good vibes only. And mm-hmm. I also appreciate that. I like Marcel, but the Blazin Squad <laughs> thing, like, oh, it's so good though. It's so funny. So he's he was in a band that I've never heard of called Blazin Squad. And he's like, oh, I don't want to make a big thing of it. I don't know if I'll tell people, but I just have to say, like, I was in this band called Blazin Squad. And then I think Sam was the one who was like, I have no idea what that is. And I just pretended I did. <laughs> yeah. so funny. Also, Olivia kind of didn't really know either. And she like played it up a little bit. But I love how they clipped it of him being like, I really don't want anybody to know. And he told like <laughs> six people in one day. Like you were, you've been in the villa 24 hours and everybody knows. You clearly wanted people to know. But I love Marcel. I think, you know how you watch this show and there's like so many, like I can quote like 10, we're on episode three. I yeah. can quote at least 10 things that Kemma said so far that made me laugh. <laughs> it's not normal. He's just also like excited. Also, I like how he makes fun of himself. when he After he tries to hook up with Amber and she rejects oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He was like, he was like, what was I thinking? It, it's so funny. <laughs> he was like, why did I, why did I try to big myself up? And he like jumps in the bed with He's like, Dom why did I big it? Just, why did I big it like yeah. that? <laughs> and then she was like, he was like, even when I he was like, even when I was walking away, and she was like, I know what you're trying to do right now, and it's not happening. And she, she's he's just like, oh God. But I also like everything about like his body movements are funny. Like when he did the freestyling and like jumped up and like crisscrossed and was like jumping with his feet. <laughs> like everything he does is funny. When they when Montana got the text about the guys coming in and Amber like jumped up or whatever and they're like, Kim, are you happy? And he's like, I mean, it's not ideal. It's not <laughs> ideal. Like everything he does and it just gets better. You never, you're not going to ever dislike him. Uh, he's great. I also, I'm excited for him to be in an early love triangle with him. It's him, Amber, and then bombshell Chris. And I thought that I was going to be more into Johnny because I think Johnny's really cute, but Johnny's personality is awful. Johnny's at the bottom for me with Sam. I just like can't stand him. I don't... Mm, he's just pretty like... Meh, like plain. Sam has a personality. It's just not what you want. Not what you want. Yes. Not, but, not, not for me. But he's... Yeah. Johnny's just like... Why are you on this show, Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Also, he does look older. Someone said that to him. I think he's like 24 or something. People said he looked older, and I agree. He looks like a he's solid 24. 20. I think he's 20, maybe 26. He's really young, though. Well, they're all really young. I know. Like, I, Kem's like 20. <laughs> oh, man. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. 
We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Can we talk about some of the differences between this villa and the Love Island season nine villa? Mm, yes. Well, this actually reminds me about something I want to talk about with season nine. It's time for a special part of today's show brought to you by United Airlines. United is the largest carrier across both the Atlantic and the Pacific, and this summer's schedule includes nearly 25 new routes. In fact, this summer, United will fly to over 100 international destinations. This includes new and expanded service to Australia and New Zealand, to Christchurch, Auckland, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney. All this got me thinking about couples destinations, places you can travel to with your partner. And I wanted to dig into this a little bit because I was thinking about the season nine couples. You may be aware, Sammy and Tom broke up. And Kai and Sanam are still going strong, as are Ron and Lana. Just imagine me saying that in a British voice. And I was thinking, these two should go on a couple's trip together. First of all, I'd really enjoy the content. And I just want to make sure they, they both stay together. I really like both of them. And I feel like their duration really proves everybody wrong based on how they thought Ron was just in it for the games. But really, it was Sammy who was accusing him of being in it for the games. Anyway, this is what I think. For these two couples, they should be going... Probably, of all these options, they should go back to, I think, Australia. Although I've heard New Zealand's a really good place for couples to go to together because there's, like, a lot of stuff you can explore. But I just feel like, you know, all of their love was born in the Southern Hemisphere when they were in South Africa. So why not go back to Australia? I know it's not the same continent, but it is the same hemisphere. Plus, there's so much to do, so much different terrain. I don't know. I just feel like this would really help with their content creation, which Ron says he's struggling with. And... I would enjoy it. So that's really the most important part. But whatever. Wherever you are traveling for your couple's getaway, make sure you check out United Airlines. Plan your trip today at united.com or on the United app. Remember, flight schedules are subject to change. Okay, so some of the things that I've noticed. First of all, how do you feel having seen both of the one row of beds versus the two rows facing each other? I don't know if it was, if it's like, if you didn't point it out to me, I don't know if I would have noticed, but there's a way more sex in these episodes than mm. are in these seasons, the earlier seasons. But I also wonder if it's just that people didn't really like know what happened after, like Love Island was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So like, they didn't really understand like how many people were going to watch this and how like big they were going to blow up because these people 
have like millions of followers compared to like the newer ones. They come out with like 100K. It's a huge difference. Yeah. But the, the guys that come out with 100K, like they know how much it like affects their life, what they do on this show. And I don't think they get, got it then. But I feel like facing each other, it would be harder to have sex, right? Yeah. Less comfortable? Maybe like more eyes on you, I guess. Like it'd be... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... It just kind of feels... Everyone just, could see everyone. I can't... If I'm in the first bed, I can't see what's going down on bed eight. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, I would say this villa in general actually feels like a villa. Like, they took over an old historic home versus the house in South Africa feels, like, custom-made for... It's set up for it. For yeah. the show. Yeah. Like, this is, like... Yeah. This this really, having just been to Mallorca, really looks like it. I was like, oh, they have olive trees in their background, back, backyard, and there's olive trees everywhere in Mallorca. It's just, like, interesting because it's, like, a, the stone house. I kind of like the vibe of the house in South Africa better, but, hmm. like, for the show. But, like, for my own vacation, I would prefer Mallorca for sure. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, like, they have extra sleeping options. Like, some of them go to the living room, Sam and Olivia go to the living room because they don't want to go outside and that's like an option outside of just sleeping in the beds. I feel like that's not good for the show. Well, I think that the like sleeping outside aspect makes it a lot harder. So like now people either like like just tough it out in the bed with someone they don't like or they have to sleep outside which is like kind of like if they're sleeping outside together they must really like each other type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which like I think that (laughs) Amber was like we're not doing that. Yeah, I think Olivia likes Sam. But like, if they had to sleep outside, I don't think Olivia would do it. Yeah, seems like so uncomfortable. No, thank you. So if that was her option, she'd probably be in bed with... Who is she I don't with? even know who's with whom. I know, the original couples, I don't know. It's like Montana and Dom, and then Harley and Amber, Kem and Chloe. Kem and Chloe. And then, who was Marcel with? It's either Camilla or... Was he with Camilla? No. Who's the fifth girl, though? Amber? No, no. Camilla was with with Sam. Oh, right. So Camilla and Sam, Kem and Chloe, Montana and and Dom, Harley and Amber. And so who's the last guy that I'm forgetting? Marcel and Olivia. Marcel and Olivia. Right? I think it must be, yeah. Yeah, it has to have been. Yeah. Okay. I hope Camilla finds yeah, I think I'm worried about her. She's like too normal for well, this. Okay. So we went on this whole like tangent about Camilla and how much we like her and how she explained like, you know, why she was on the show. At the same time, not sure if your match is coming on this show. <laughs> I know. Right? She seems just like wacky. Like she just seems like a real weirdo looking I love for her. something. Yeah. I absolutely love her. And yeah. I really like her too. To I was point, like, oh, this is profound. Yeah, I also, to your point, I think that she's insanely relatable to like, especially these days, which just came out a while ago. But like how many of your friends have great jobs and have serious careers and they're single? And I'm like, right. That's like, I feel like it's the hardest thing to do if you have a serious career to find a partner. Yeah. Until later in life. Yeah, totally. And she's, and she's, and you add in the travel for her to makes total sense. So yeah, yeah. I hope she finds someone. I like her a lot. Yeah, me too. Marcel in general, I feel like I have high hopes for him, but I so far all I think about is Blazing Squad. Also, I need to listen to their music because I was really confused. I was like, Crossroads? Like, isn't that a Bone Thug song? 
100% about Thugs and Harmony songs. So maybe they like do covers or something. <laughs> maybe. I also, I was I like, is this a Mickey Mouse Club thing? I was really confused yeah. when, he, when he was rapping. I also was thinking about, because so many people don't remember it. So I'm like, this was a long time ago and you're not old. So were you 12 in Blazing Squad? Like, how old were you when this was going on? I think on? he was really young. I think it was like an assembled boy band, like kind of like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. But I but only like, researching it. They were like 16, it. weren't they? Oh, I thought he was younger. No, I'm in sync. In sync. Oh. Well, Justin Timberlake and Nick Carter were really young in their respective bands. Like Nick Carter started when he was 13. So. Oh, okay. That's fair. So they were really young. But he's so he <laughs> he needs to like find someone who's good for him. I can see he hasn't found his niche yet, but that's okay. He will. Yeah, right now in the villa, he's very much like the homie that everybody likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the friend. Yeah, he's he's in a there's a lot of references to It's Not Friend Island through three episodes. <laughs> Let's discuss the challenge that we've seen so far, which is perhaps the most nonsensical and lowest budget yet still kind of expensive challenge I've ever seen. It's a game of spin the bottle with a giant, giant, like, paper mache bottle of champagne that is spun. And then, depending on where the bottle lands, the woman, the boy or the girl has to figure out whose truth, like whose truth, like truth or dare, belongs to which islander. And the things that people revealed are A, insane, and B, the game kind of makes no sense. It's like really convoluted, as you could tell from my description, and completely unnecessarily so. It's really weird. <laughs> I thought that the truths were fine. Almost all of them were sexual, except for one. And the one that was not sexual was a weird... This is the thing. These people volunteered this information, right? If you had one truth that was crazy, um, I just... I would not say that I drank a cup of my own urine. That would not be my truth. <laughs> and, it's and we know that you like, talk about drinking urine. <laughs> yes. I've been there. Not my own, but I've been there. It wouldn't be my truth. Like everyone else knows like, oh, this is going to be like, you know, like a little racy, but like, oh my God, that's me. Like everyone else got it. Harley, for some reason, was like, oh, what's that's sick. Like everyone's going to think that's so funny. It's like, no, no, one, you're on a show to make out. No one wants to know that you drank pee. It's why he's really weird. It's because that's like, why would you share that? It's so insane. <laughs> Some of I don't remember whose belonged to whom, but some of the other things that were shared was one person had sex with two guys in one night, I believe. Amber. Amber, right. I think that mm -hmm. Kem that made Kem like her even more, if I if I, <laughs> if I could tell. No, Kem said that he was like, I don't know, man. I'm off her. Da, da, da. And then literally like three seconds later was like, I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> like, I don't think she could, I think she could do anything. And he would he would be obsessed with her. <laughs> He's really into her. That was a lot. And then someone had their mom walk in on them while having sex. And then wasn't there a Mars. second a second piece to that? She was holding fish and chips. Right. She was holding fish and chips. <laughs> it's just like a, a great detail that <laughs> wonderful to work into the story. <laughs> it was just so it was it was like a, just a lot of like highly sexual things. Yeah, I think Dom had had two sims, three sims, four sims, five sims. He so would. Dom is like, yeah, yeah. He just has a, he has a lot of sexual energy. This wasn't a challenge, but then they played Truth or Dare in episode three, 
And again, every single thing, Dom was like, it was like, have you had sex with someone older than 40? Dom, stand up. Have you had sex with two people in <laughs> one night? Dom, stand up. Have you, like, anything? Dom was like, yeah, been there, done that. Do you think this is like And a by po- the way, I believe him. Like, you know, oh, some yeah. guys are like, oh, okay. No, I fully believe Dom. Me too. He's so confident. Also, seeing him in the villa for a few days, he works fast. He's making out with Montana, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then he's moving on to Jess. Like, he clearly Got just his has very... Boobs. Yeah, he's just like really into to physical connection. So I compl- I completely yeah. believe it. I'm not, I thought that I was going to be into him after the first episode I was, but now I'm just like he's too much for me, but I don't dislike him, but like Dom? Yeah, there's like I thought I would like have like a TV crush on him, but I don't. Oh, no. But I mm, I think he's like I like he's a good person. Yeah, he That's seems fine. The vibe, the vibe I've gotten thus far, he's like fine, but he's just not like a big enough character for me to be like in love with. I, th- I thought that he was more attractive than he is. He's still really like a good looking dude, but he's just, whatever. He's not, he's not for me. I think I yeah. would, I always think about what I would do on these shows. If I had to couple up with anyone on the show so far, I'd definitely be Marcel. He seems like just like the most normal, honestly, blazing squat aside. I think it would have to be Kim for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All that chat. You just love it. I mean, I think that the word banter and chat on the show were like started because of Kim. Like he, is the definition of someone with good banter. It's got good chat, ticking a lot of boxes. By the way, so does Amber. So yes. them together, they're like, funny. Just bang off each other. Yeah. Yeah. I could do Marcel, but I can't date someone who smokes cigarettes. I guess Kem does too. Huh? Yeah. Yikes. Work with them on so maybe it. Maybe I would be with Dom. Back to the challenge for a second. At the end of it, they just like run off into a field. <laughs> it's just like, where are you going? <laughs> like, where it's to? Like, it's been great. You guys tied. And everyone's just like, cool. One thing about Cam- about Camilla also is like, it really came into focus with the work, when the working out and the guys talking about it. But at the challenge, like all the girls were just in like bikinis and like barely there, shorts, whatever, very exposed. And she's like wearing like what I wear to the beach, like a t-shirt and shorts. And... T-shirt and jean shorts. Yeah. She looked good. She looked very regular. Like that is, which is, yeah. you know, hard to do on this show. It's kind of interesting that she doesn't feel like pressured or like doesn't feel like she needs to like follow in line with what everyone else is doing. That's even more amazing than like how she dresses, you know? Yeah, it makes you like her even more, which I think is kind of what Dom was pointing out. Like all the girls are in thongs right now, working out. And she's like, she also, she doesn't seem, from what we've seen so far, like she's completely comfortable just being herself. Like, I she's know. like, you guys can do that. I'm going to work out in some regular shorts and t-shirts, but most probably has a sports bra on, but like most people do when they work out. That's what yeah. I'm going to do because I'm actually going to work out. <laughs> but you guys do you. Like, I think that her confidence in being herself is also part of the attraction. Yeah, definitely. And she just also, sort of like in that challenge, daddy. she had to kiss somebody, obviously. And she like, I think gave someone a kiss on the cheek. Like, was like, eh. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that yet either. She's like totally normal among these absolute (laughs) nut jobs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like has normal boundaries. And just living life. (laughs) I'm really happy for her. I hope it's going great. I also noticed, crucially, their water bottles are see-through, not white metal. And I was like, huh. Mm. Wonder if I could get one of those too. I'm just all in on these water bottles. My first one I got is see-through. Oh. All right. I'm going to look for that. I got... I see through one from my original Love Island chat that I was in. Hmm. And then we re-upped this year when my family went to Fiji. I got everybody the Love Island water bottles. Oh, you did ones. it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, because Sadel, Damien, Seth, 
and Aisha and Stefan and I all, and my brother Spencer and Lachey and Jeremiah all watch Love Island. So the whole trip. <laughs> Almost everybody. Almost everybody <laughs> on the trip has watched Love Island. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll listen to our podcast then, you know? Catch up with, rewatch with us, family of Cali. Get on board. I think, I think that aside from my family, that a lot of people are going to rewatch season three and be, I, the only problem I'm worried about is if you watch season three, you're going to be so, and it's probably going to happen to you too, you're going to be addicted to it and want to roll into season four and then roll into season five. I don't know how I'm going to have to like slow you down. Okay. Well, I appreciate you giving me this warning. I do have a lot of other stuff I have to watch like as an obligation. <laughs> so that will get in the way. But you know, we'll just come with it as it goes. So I'm glad you brought this up. We'll post a watch schedule on our social media. We'll be doing this for the month of May. It might bleed over into June because there's so many fucking episodes. And I want to <laughs> talk to people from the show. You made a good point. We need to wait until they get voted out so I don't get any spoilers. Mm-hmm. But we will. I really want to talk to Montana. She's so crazy. I don't know if you're going to get to talk to her or not. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, do you want to know who I think wins from this at this point? I mean, how could I possibly know? Yeah, I mean, but go. also they might not even be on the show yet, but yeah, right. go ahead. I think if I had to choose from this group, the couple or I like, I, uh, it's hard. I feel like the probably the most liked by the public up to this point would be Amber, maybe? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll find out. Wait, uh, one yeah. thing. I was trying to think of things that I could say that aren't spoiling anything. But from this season, there are two couples that are still married and have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. And one person who has passed away. Right. And Caroline Flack has also passed away. I think maybe by episode, maybe like, how many episodes are there? 50? I'm I just think guessing. 51. Excluding okay, the excluding the like unseen bits or whatever. Okay, so maybe by episode like 40, 35, 40, great. I'll have you guess who the I'll have you guess who the couples are that you think are still married with kids. Okay, great. I can't wait. Thank you to our producer Jade Whaley. This has been our first Love Island UK <laughs> season three podcast. That was a burp from me. Apologies. But we'll be back next week <laughs> and crack on. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.